Welcome to On the Prowl. Hi everybody, welcome to On the Prowl. This is episode two. I'm Robert Roden. And I'm Raymond Johnson, and glad you're listening with us. Hope everyone's having a good Easter weekend so far. Let's get straight to the episode. Today we have our first special guest on the show. Woo! Go for the first of many. Yeah. He played college ball at the University of Arkansas. He was my AAU basketball coach, and he also played two and a half seasons in the NBA G League. Drum roll, please. Coach Mardrakis Wade. He is now a grad assistant coach for Penny Hardaway in the Memphis Tiger basketball team. Thank you, man. Glad to be on. Glad to be on, man. It's just a unbelievable opportunity. It's been an unsurreal season. Kind of how it ended with the coronavirus, but man, it's just a just unbelievable feeling just to be around that staff and be around those guys. So, man, I'm definitely blessed. Definitely uh, grateful for the opportunity and uh, just learning a lot from those guys. And hopefully, we can get this thing, this thinking, this Corona can kind of surpass us and we can get get ready and look forward to next season. You mind if we ask you some questions? Yeah, yeah, go for it. First question, how was your time in the NBA G League? Uh, it was unbelievable. Um, uh, my first year coach, I had uh, Bob Dunwall Jr., who also coached overseas, also coached the uh, China national team, the one one, actually uh, with them. And um, and uh, so it was just unbelievable. I had a great, great team, great, great staff. I played with Andrew Harrison, played at Kentucky, um, who was just a kind of my kind of like go-to guy. We uh, hung around each other, played the same position, so. I kind of just kind of fed off him a lot, and we kind of helped each other out. It's just I helped him kind of with the off-the-court stuff, and he kind of helped me with the on-the-court stuff. Obviously, he got drafted by the Grizzlies, so he was already in the door. So I was just trying my hardest just to kind of learn as much as I can and kind of get as much insight as I can about the game and just learn as the season went on. And as the season went on, I got a lot better, and we had the opportunity to become really close friends. And um, the, uh, my other buddy that was on the team, uh, James Ennis, who also played with the Grizzlies, it was just a good team with James Ennis, uh, Jarrell Martin. Did they all play on the team after they played with the Grizzlies or before? Um, some of those guys were uh, two-way guys, so they was going back and forth. Like James Ennis and uh, Jarrell Martin, those guys were two-way, so they was kind of going back and forth. So it was just it was just good to play with those guys. Terry Wisnett played at East Carolina, um, who was really good, really good shoot the ball. He was really good. So I really enjoyed that team. Actually, I enjoyed the city as well, Des Moines, Iowa. Uh, got cold but it was really cool cool uh, spot I really enjoyed it that was the Iowa energy right yeah they were part of the Grizzlies affiliate Mm -hmm. so how did it work every day when like a player got caught up did they immediately get fly down to Memphis or fly to the right right so it it, it immediately either it just all depends if it's if they have the game the next day they fly down that night just say we played a game in Des Moines and they might play our game, and then the next morning they might fly out um, and head down to Memphis or wherever they may be to play the next game, or they might just fly right after our game. So it definitely was a uh, kind of cool opportunity for those guys because they obviously they got to play a lot more games than we did because since they was two way players, they could go back and forth. So we right, might have had right. so we probably had played two maybe two games, maybe three games a week. They could possibly play about five games a week. So mm-hmm. they was getting a lot of experience on their belt, and they had the, you know, the opportunity just to learn from both ends. But obviously, they played a lot more in G League, and then once they got called up, more coming off the bench. But um, they were definitely ready when their name was called. So um, right, right. that was good for them. Well, before the G League, you obviously played at Arkansas. Um, how was your experience with playing in D1 
playing against some top guys and and that are still in the NBA right now. So I'm, right. I mean, oh man, it was. I love it, man. I I think that would kind of like uh, push me because you know day in and day out, man, you're gonna play somebody really good, no matter if that was at Florida, Kentucky, um, Georgia, Tennessee. It's like everyone had two or three guys, whether they were McDonald's All-Americans or they were first-round draft picks coming out of that season. Man, I just really enjoyed the competition. I love the traveling, um, playing different arenas. Um, one of my favorite arenas actually play besides our arena, um, Bo Walton Arena. I, I really enjoy playing at Kentucky, uh, Rump Arena. Uh, I love going down there, playing in Florida. Uh, just, just How loud was it in Rump Arena? I'm sure it was crazy. Oh, it was crazy. <laughs> and Rump, it was crazy. It's like, it's all you see is all blue. It's crazy. Like, yeah. It's blue and white. You might see a little pinch, a little smidget of your school color in there. Think around. <laughs> it's going to be loud. It's going to be packed. It's going to be fun. Um, student section is going to be off the chain. It's a, it's definitely a fun place to um, play at. And uh, I got lucky to uh, – I won in that building. It was fun. So I, I enjoyed it all. So, so did you get to play against Anthony Davis or who all did you play when you played Kentucky? I, uh, yeah, Anthony Davis, obviously the Twins. Bradley um, Beal. I know you played for Florida, but – Yep, yep. I played against Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal was there. Nick Collette, uh No, nah, Nick Collette wasn't there yet, but um, they had, um, had Kenny Boyd. Um, oh, Kenny Boyd was really a good sleeper. The uh, guy from the uh, Grizzlies who we paid all that money to. <laughs> Um, gosh, I can't think of his name right now. Are you talking about Chandler Parsons? Yeah, Chandler Parsons. They had Chandler Parsons. So it was cool. It, I mean, it was good. It was a good competition. And those guys could really play. So how did Coach Hardaway reach you to have a spot on his coaching staff? Um, actually, to be honest, I um, it was the summer and I was kind of like indecisive about what I wanted to do for this upcoming season where I was going to either go back overseas and play or I wanted to kind of further my career uh, forward to coaching-wise and kind of get my foot in the door with that. Mm-hmm. I just I hit him up and just kind of see what he what they had first for it's like positions and all that and like who was he who he's gonna sign the next year coming in because actually to be honest I was actually looking for like a, a job like to be an assistant because I was asking different coaches I was trying to like network and trying to get into the coaching field because I really enjoy coaching uh, that's why that's what I normally do when I'm back and during the summer I, I just coach and I really took a liking to it and I really admire and I really have a passion for it so I hit him up and he got back to me and I never forget I didn't think he's gonna get back to me because um he told me he's gonna call me back and it was like a day later but he's like I got you like I'm in Atlanta right now I'm at this like Nike meeting or whatever so mm-hmm. I call you and I'm like man he probably not gonna call me man and uh, I never forget he called me like that night, like eleven fifteen at night. I was like, oh, it's pinning. He called me like, hey man, my bad. Like I've been in a lot of meetings, man. I just got, I just got on the jet, and man, we talked on the phone for about an hour, and then from there, it it's was a pretty like, awesome phone call to get. Yeah, yeah bro, right. it was crazy. You can't miss crazy. that phone call. No, you're not. You're not gonna miss that phone call. But but yeah, man, I enjoyed it. I mean, I've enjoyed the experience, and like when I came in, I tried. My biggest thing is was I want to learn so much, and we got to. Obviously, with our staff, they're so good from the top to bottom, from um, Matlock all the way down to Topper, uh, Coach Miller. All those guys are just so smart. They're all just different in their own way. They just bring some type – they bring the passion and the dedication to the table, and they bring it every day. Just looking at those guys and watching those guys, you know, learn and how those guys feed off them, it, it just – it's a surreal feeling. And uh, I definitely see myself being in those footsteps one day. I could, I could definitely see it, too. You seem to know what you're talking about. You seem to know – Got a good head on your shoulders. But um, 
another question I have for you. You were talking about how you were playing overseas. Mm-hmm. How would you say your uh, transition was from playing like Amer- and playing and living in America to playing overseas and living in different places? Oh, uh, definitely. It was definitely different. Was, um, I've actually been overseas before. I went actually actually did a, a college tour when I was in college. We did uh, um, a tour. We went to uh, we went to Italy. Went to uh, Florence, uh, Milan, and Rome. So I had an opportunity then to kind of you know, fill it out. We was there for 10 days to kind of fill it out. You know, I was like, man, this is actually pretty cool. Like, this is kind of good living, nice people. Food was good. Um, obviously, it's a big tourist spot. And um, so I was like, man, this overseas stuff's not too bad. And my first, when I first got to Germany, I was just, I'd never forget, I was excited. I was just, you know, trying to get ready for training camp because, you know, that was big. And I, and I wanted to come in in no good shape, ready to go. And and I never forget, man. I was just so nervous that I couldn't sleep. I'm like, man, I don't want like my first day. Like I'm the, probably gonna be the only American, and you know, I don't want to have a bad day or like, God dang, we got this guy over here and he's freaking terrible. And <laughs> yeah. um, so, like, I just never forget. I was in my hotel room and I was like, just like, like just praying. So, like, man, let me have a good week. Like, let's have a good. I want to have a good, solid, full week of training camp. Like, I just want like make it known. So, I remember I was like practice start like at. 10 I got there like at eight and I was like ready to go like I was ready I had got a good sweat in and I and I actually had a really good uh training camp for the first two weeks and preseason all through had a really good year but um it was it's definitely different I, I wasn't used to the two a days uh, mm-hmm. overseas you practice twice a day all all season long um normally in America we only uh, have two a days during preseason and, and beginning of the season because you want to save your legs save your body so you're gonna practice once a day Overseas, they don't believe in that. They believe in, you know, getting there twice a day in the morning, whether you're going to lift and get shots up, then come back in the afternoon and I have a full-on physical practice or it might be a light practice in the morning or a hard practice in the afternoon or it might be a hard practice in the morning, kind of like a decent practice in the afternoon. But that's one thing I had to adjust to, so I had to get more rest. I had to really try to uh, take care of my body just a little bit more because you put a lot of um, – miles and, and and a lot of pounding on your body so I had to really just kind of like focus on make sure I'm eating right make sure I'm stretching um not stand up too late which was kind of hard because um when we're, when we're up because I was eight hours nine hours ahead so when I was kind of up all my friends were sleeping so I like when I wanted to play like Call of Duty or FIFA it had to be like at either one o'clock in the morning or I had to get up super early in the morning just so I can uh, kind of play with those guys because if not It'd be too late. That'd be sleep, or it'd be too early in the morning when I'm up. So it was just it was just crazy. But uh, but it definitely was a good feeling. I had an opportunity to play a lot a lot of good guys over there, and um, I man, I enjoyed it. Do you help with recruiting any guys or offering any players? No, actually, I can't do that. But actually, that's an NCAA violation. But uh, but I try to try to just get my insight. I might you know watch some highlights of them and try to get some feedback to coaches or. You know, I watch them and I just get feedback or what I think about them and stuff like that. What are your main jobs of grad assistant coach? Like- uh, just kind of basically just uh, learning as much as I can, soaking up whatever coaches need, uh, film, um, clips, um, just just day to day. Just make sure those guys are kind of ready for ready for practice. Go make sure they're they're in class and just make sure they're just doing the right things on and off the court. So. I'm kind of like the the coaches' uh, extra set of eyes, basically. So I'm just making sure stuff runs right, make sure they got everything. And coaches need me to pull some clips for them or do some stuff for them. I'm there. Uh, I might break down some um, clips for like Boogie or Lester, and I'm like, hey, 
give it to one of the coaches, like here, they have a meeting to talk to them about it and kind of just help, help them in that aspect just to get better and like grab them to the side, maybe give them my two cents, whatever, off the floor or whatever. So I'm just there just to kind of help those guys get better. Coaches, everyone just kind of, we all just kind of feed off each other. Well, you you seem like a pretty young guy, so you haven't been out of college that much for that long. So, I mean, how would you say your experience with, like, uh, being a D1 athlete can translate to, like, your coaching experience with helping these guys? Do you think you've taken anything? Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. That's what I think. Uh, that's, like, one of my biggest assets that I played at a high level, and I, I played against really good competition, and, and I was good at what I did. So I just try to help those guys and force that aspect. So when they're saying stuff, I can like I get what you're saying. Like I understand what you're saying. Like I was I, I was in the same position. I mean, I was in it. I I struggled with this as well. And so I just try to help them in that aspect. Just to let them know they not the only. They weren't the only one that that messed up or or you know struggling areas. So I try to just give them my story, my spiel, and kind of help them out as the best way as possible that they don't do this make the same mistakes I did. So right. just kind of try to just um lead by example basically and uh just just try to help me out as much but it definitely helped me out a lot because sometimes when I was playing and coaches get on you you be like man why he's on me like that and because you don't really see it because you're so focused on what you're doing you're so on in your own head that you don't really see the big picture and um now I get to sit back and look at I'm like dang I know dang now I see what coach was talking about like I think I'm over in the right defensive stance or in the right position, but damn, really not. And I'm trying to tell them I am, but they really not. And so it's kind of it's it's kind of funny, but it's also just like it's a, it's a teaching moment as well because you know yeah. you got to pick up on certain little things, and I'm just trying to grasp as much as possible. But it's been it's been it's been fun. Like I said, I've enjoyed it, and I'm continuing to get better. So that's the fun that's the fun thing just to watch the growth, watch those guys grow. I think that's the most most fun part. You know, you get on and they, they, the coaches rag them, and then two two weeks or a few days later, they get it, and it's like clockwork. And you see them doing it like, now, ah, okay, okay, okay. Now we're growing. Now we're getting better as a team. So that's the that's the cool part about it, man. Are you looking or hoping to become assistant coach for Coach Penny sometime, or do you like being a grad assistant? Um, Obviously, with the grad assistant, it's only a two-year program. So this will be my first year. So I have one more year. So then after this year, um, I have my master's, and then I can – Anyone can hire me. I will. I would love to be uh, with the Tigers. I. I mean, I bleed blue. Obviously, I, I played at Arkansas, but I'm from Memphis, so I'm always be a Memphis fan. Even when I was at Arkansas, I was a Memphis fan. I was keeping up with Memphis. But I mean, I'd love to be a coach here at Memphis, man. It'd be a. Uh, it'd be a surreal dream come true. So, um, we don't know. We'll see how the tables go after the season. Mm-hmm. Um, the seasons come up and uh, see how it goes, man. Hopefully. That sounds like a good plan. I mean. I know this first year kind of sucked because yeah. your, your season was kind of taken away. I think we would have had a good shot of at least, like, competing in the conference tourney. I think we would have won, honestly. But uh, more so for, like, the players, do you think that you have, like, done anything to help them? Like, I mean, for example, Precious, he's a monster. I mean, yeah, he's yeah. he should have won uh, player of the year, in my opinion. Yeah. So, do you think your impact has helped these players? I think so. I definitely think so. Like I said, those guys um, are tight niche, and we, when we keep in contact, we text uh, often. We got a group message, and uh, those guys always come to me for opinions, and I try to give them my opinion. I try to be 
real as possible. Right, right. And uh, they they take it, and they soak it up. I mean, like you said, I, man, I love pressure to death, man. That's my guy. Um, all those guys are my guys, but obviously I got like just my main the core guys that I'm always around, like um, Precious, um, Boogie, um, Dane, Lester. You know, those guys, I mean, I just try to just give them game. I just try to be as honest as possible. When they're wrong, they're wrong. And when they're right, they're right. So I don't I don't sugarcoat anything with them. I just, just tell them straight up how what I what I saw or I felt like what they did. And, and they be like, you know what, dang, you were right, Wade. But, dang, yeah, you said that. And they're respecting it, though. And like I said, we're not going to always be right. And I'm not going to always be right. But, you know, I try to and I try to do my homework and try to get as much good information as I can, much uh, positive feedback as possible. For example, if I'm in the office and I'm watching uh, Wichita State or UCF and I'm watching someone that Lester might have cigar, I might, hey, give him some pointers on, hey, he loves going right or his, yeah, he loves going in and out, pull up, you know, just just give him a little few pointers just to kind of help him out, just to kind of give him a little bit of ease on defense or something I see on the offense end where he can attack, whether it's in transition or whether it's in pick and roll situations right. to try to give him something um, that they can use to, you know, help increase their game and help, help the team win. You know, that's the most important thing. So that's, that's my main, that's my main focus just to make sure those guys are happy and that they're learning, that they're getting better. But yeah, you're right though. Pressure definitely should have been player of the year, man. He's just a, he's a freak athlete, man. Oh my but goodness. Thing, but I think I tell people though about P is, man, he's so ahead of his time. Like even though he's a freshman, he, he was a team leader, but he acted like he was like 27, 28, man. I'm telling the you, like, he, man, I swear, like he had like, <laughs> a body of like, like a freaking gladiator out there. I'm telling you, but, uh, what program do y'all use to watch film? Like uh, the players? Uh, we use a few of them. Obviously, we use uh, Spectrum, and then we use that, and then and Synergy. And so, uh, yeah, and so we get all our clips off of that, and then we put in this this um, file with our video guy, Derek um, Allison. He does all the breakdowns and kind of forgot. He's a machine. That dude's so freaking good, man. Shout out to uh, Derek, man. He's like – that's one thing I'm learning this um, – during his little break is kind of get it, do a better job with the film and breaking stuff down. But uh, Derek, he's been around for a long time. He's been at different schools, been in the NBA. So he's really good with the clips and films and knowing the right reads and plays and stuff like that. And I've just been kind of leaning towards that way, just to learn as much. So that's my biggest thing, you know, just try to learn as much as possible. I'm up there no matter what it is. So um, that's the next thing I want to kind of put my foot in is with the film and breaking it down and, the clips and stuff like that. I do a decent job of pulling them, but like breaking them down, reading plays, um, ATOs and all that stuff is kind of the next thing I want to kind of like check off my list. So how do y'all record game film? We, we record, or we record every practice. And then uh, obviously when we play at the FedEx phone, we have our own, the cameras, they record, they record everything, the whole game. So at halftime, they can just pull clips uh, from the first half. and We go in there and they, Hook it up to the projector and, and whoop the whoop, pull some clips, good, bad. What we got to get better at. After that, as soon as the game is over, probably no, no, no more than five minutes after the game is over. Once they get, once it's the um, recording, everything has caught up. They can, they boom, they bring it to a, a disc, and it's, and we have it. You seem to have some good memories with the Tigers so far. Um, mm-hmm. Me personally, my favorite memory is uh, when we beat UT, especially yep. after that shot that Damian put up from the corner. Um, yeah. What was what's your favorite memory of working with the Tigers so far? 
Hey, I'm a, the, man, that, that game was – it was crazy. I enjoyed playing up there in uh, Tennessee. They have an unbelievable fan base. I mean, it was really good playing there, all the orange. Obviously, I enjoyed playing there, just playing when I was in school, playing mm-hmm. in Arkansas. But I think that was a great game. But to me, the most – I mean, to me, the most craziest game ever was uh, when we went to UAB and we down like 25. And we win a game. I've never seen that ever in my life. I was like, yo, I was like, we're playing bad. We're turning the ball over. We're taking bad shots. We couldn't rebound. I'm like, UAB is going to like, kill us by 30 right now. Like, <laughs> we're going to lose to UAB at UAB by 30. I mean, and like, no, you know, no disrespect to UAB. You know, I think they had a, um, some really good guys on that team. That, that coaching staff was really good. But I was like, this is UAB now. Not saying that UAB couldn't beat us, but. 30 by 30 points, though? Yeah. Like, come on, now. I'm like, come on. I ain't got not by 30. And I was like, yo. And then the guys just, like, mustered up this energy. Coach got on them. And they just, man, fought back, just play out, play out, play, start pressing. I'm like, wow, I've never seen that happen, to be on the sideline that happened. Like, if I was playing, we're down by 20, that's a wrap. We can we can cancel Christmas. I don't think we <laughs> we, gonna, we might – we might get it get it back down, but I don't know if we win in that game. But uh, but man, to win that game and that just show what type of fight those guys had, and right. you know how good we could we could have been. Obviously, we had DJ out there. If he wouldn't have got hurt um, throughout the season, he would have helped out a lot as well. But they just show like those guys got tenacity. They got some fight, and they can and they can win games for you. You got young guys playing there hard, and so for a group of freshmen to come out there and get that done. That was pretty big. That is another good thing about this team. We're so young. Like, uh-huh. just like you, like, you're going to develop with them. So I think that, like, it's going to help your career. It's going to help their career. So I think that this mutual respect thing that you have going, is going to be really good for both both parties. It's what have you been up to during this corona outbreak? Man, to be, man, to be honest with this corona stuff, man, um, <laughs> i just been kind of just – just staying at the way. I've just been doing home workouts, playing Call of Duty, um, reading a lot more, um, just kind of like just soaking it in and just kind of doing a lot of thinking and watching games, old games and stuff like that. And watching some of my games. I'm like, because sometimes I, I tell the guys they need to be doing something. I'm like, man, let me make sure I was doing that. Um, and so I, I just try to just kind of learn a lot. And then and then the other part, just spending time with family, man. You know, obviously it's yeah. a crucial time. So it's a good time just to be around your family, be around your loved ones and stay safe. And, and I've been eating good, which is awesome. Um, not too much, you know, just a little bit. You know, I'm pecking no LBs. But <laughs> but uh, that's about it, man. Just, you know, home workouts, video, playing video games, reading, man, just, you know, staying out the way, going outside, walking, soaking up the sun. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thank you for joining us today on this epi- oh, on our Anytime. second episode. Thank you. I'm I'm Robert Roden. Ramey Johnson. Our special guest is Coach Mardrakis Wade. Thank you for listening to this episode of On the Prowl. Be sure to like, comment, and let us know what your thoughts are. And be sure to mention us on your Instagram stories, and we'll repost you. All right. Happy Easter, everyone. Love you guys. We are out. Don't forget to join us next time on the prowl. With the boys, yeah, we swoops, yeah, we swoops, and we got them high blocks, and we'll shoot, and we'll shoot with the Mercedes Benz in the coop, in the coop.